Welcome back, everyone, to another jam-packed, information-packed episode of the Millennium Business Podcast. I am your host, Charles Covenants, along with my co-host, Joe Malmuth. Joe, what's going on? How are you, Charles? We are on uh, episode four already. Episode um, four, very right. We're moving up, moving up in the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's an accomplishment in and of itself, I think, with everything going on. So I'm I'm proud of that. Yeah, episode four and week three of working from home. Um, just to tell you. Uh, I've never been inside of my house without driving my car for as long as I have in these past three weeks. I think I've moved my car probably 20 miles, and that's just going up and down the street to uh, the grocery <laughs> store and back. So the, the tires are staying brand new, and the oil is definitely uh, going to be stale. But other than that, I can't complain. Um, Got to stay positive in times like this. And um, you know, working from home has been challenging, but we're all doing it, and we'll, we'll get through this. I agree. I agree. We are going to get through it. It's going to take a little bit of time. Everybody just has to stay focused on what's important. Uh, I've had a lot of really great conversations with with colleagues and people I'm connected with on LinkedIn, and and uh, you know myself being in a similar situation to a lot of young parents. Par- I should say young parents, parents of young people, younger children. Uh, you know, the nice thing that I'm hearing quite a bit is that people are saying. You know, all that time I spent commuting to and from work or or having to take my lunch breaks at the office for those types of positions and those kinds of things, all those people are getting that time back and they're getting it back and they're getting it in the same building, in the same room a lot of times where their families are. Yeah, it's valuable times. Um, I always try to stay positive. And part of the things that are happening right now is we are forced to connect with one another on a more personal level. You know, me and my wife, we've spent every single night together, cooking together, eating together, just enjoying our house. Um, you know, no distractions of working late or checking emails. It's it, it has been nice. Uh, you know, under under these circumstances, all you have is to look positive. So, on that note, we have had the pleasure of industry legend and professional Red Boswell. He is the president of IFPG, which is one of the premier broker networks in franchising. Um, A lot of you in franchising know who Red is. He's extremely um, active on LinkedIn, active online, always at the trade shows. He's wearing the bright red Vans. If you ever remember that guy, that's Red Boswell. Go have a conversation with him if you've never met him. Joe had the pleasure of interviewing him, and he is a calm and positive voice in times like these. He owned a franchise company that went through the financial crisis of 2007 and 2008. He weathered the storm and he is now on the other side of that storm, president of the broker network, IFPG. And um, he's got a lot of information and a lot of ways that franchisors and franchisees and business owners can do and things they can do to, you know, help weather the storm and, and help make it through these tough times. And like I said, you got to stay positive and he is an extremely positive voice. Uh, we're extremely happy to have him on. And, and uh, in just a few moments, Joe's going to kick off that interview with Red. A um, couple things to take away from that. There are very action items that you can do in today's economy, in today's market because of the COVID-19. You can do them and implement them in your business to stay either stable or stay afloat during the next couple months of the economic pause and economic downturn that we're experiencing now. So take notes, um, jam-packed information session. And um, other than that, you know, Joe, what, what are the, some of the things that you were really excited to interview Red about? We covered so much. Uh, the, the thing that I think I was most excited to get out of Red was experience. 
uh, not just from from the the shoes that he and the path that he's walked in life, uh, but also from his communication with other franchisors, other business leaders, and what they're doing right now uh, under the circumstances. I also uh, just did an interview with Red on his show, uh, Franchise Leaders Respond, uh, and so that's also out there on LinkedIn right now. If you haven't seen that just yet. Uh, it's a good one. And so we were able to kind of uh, maximize the time that we had together. I did his show and then immediately after we did this one. And so it, it is jam packed and, and Red's perspective is a unique one because uh, like Charles, like you were saying, he's he was a former franchisor and went through a really difficult time, had some experiences there, learned some lessons, carries that forward uh, in, in an industry leading voice advisory type of capacity now to other franchisors and, and works very closely with IFA and also has uh, the, the network within the International Franchise Professionals Group that, that he leads as well. And so Red is one of those guys that it's an invaluable mentor, either officially or unofficially a mentor for a lot of people. So uh, I, I was really excited to be able to put this one in the can and share it with everybody here. All right. Well, let's go ahead and have a, have that conversation. Joe is going to interview Red Boswell. Like I said, from IFPG, lots of jam-packed information there. Guys, take notes. And after the interview, we're going to do a little wrap-up. And of course, as always, my main takeaways we're going to be talking about. So, um, Joe, let's kick that one off. Okay, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for taking some more time out of your your busy, busy week right now under the the circumstances. I know that the time is precious, and and we certainly appreciate you taking the time to 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 consume this content. It's designed to meet you where you are and help you get through to the next level through this time, through the virus, through the shutdowns, the 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 pause, if you will, whatever it winds up being. Um, today, uh, I'm joined by the great and powerful. Uh, Red Boswell. Red Boswell is the the president of the International Franchise Professionals Group. He's got over 25 years of executive leadership, uh, you know, covering everything from franchising to consumer services to to food service and retail and consulting and, and just just an absolute, you know, not even a jack of all trades. He's a master of all trades. Uh, he's also a board member at the uh, Titus School of Franchising and just just a franchising and business uh, entrepreneurship industry expert overall. And and I'm so blessed to, to have gotten the time with you today, Red. And, and, and uh, you know, you and I are friends and I've learned a lot from you in my career over the years. And so I want to just uh, take a moment and say thank you. And, and, and how are you doing? Hey, Joe, honored to be here. Thank you. My family and I are safe and sound, healthy, and uh, appreciate we're hunkered down at the Casa and uh, just making the best of this, giving back any way we can to franchising. So I appreciate all you're doing for franchising as well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And uh, I'm glad that you guys are all safe and healthy as are we. And and so what I want to just take a few minutes today and, and just cover a couple of things. And so, um, you know, first of all, you've got your finger on the pulse in, in a lot of different ways, uh, both on franchising, from the franchisor's perspective, from the franchisee's perspective, from from entrepreneurship, just kind of in general. And and so what are you what are you seeing out there right now? I know that you're you're doing a whole bunch of stuff on LinkedIn and 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 uh, you and I just a few minutes ago recorded a, a video broadcast and did a bunch of different things. What, what are you seeing out there right now that's that's working? <sighs> Boy, I don't know if we got enough time for all that. That's a uh, that's a big one. And tell you what, I've IFPG. Uh, we came up with the hashtag franchising stronger together. And I've posted like your interview will be posted soon. I've interviewed uh, a, a couple dozen franchise leaders, 
asking them that exact question. What are you doing? What's working? What advice do you have for other franchisors and business owners out there to, to just pull on everybody's uh, best practices so we can thrive together, at least survive together. And so if you do uh, search hashtag franchising stronger together, that can give you some insights that we don't have time to go real thoroughly in today. But as a whole, I've been very encouraged. I mean, if you watch the, the media, you would think the absolute world is on fire. And for some of us, it is. Some of us, the business owners, it absolutely is. But I, I've honestly, I did this series to help encourage others, but I think more than anybody, I've been encouraged by the optimism and by the continual growth in several sectors, even through this time of uncertainty and fear. So I do have some examples I could share with you. I've, I've randomly written down some examples of things franchisees and Zors are doing to help. Absolutely. Okay, so um, first of all, the first one on my list was you guys, the telemedicine and the, the, the how you're utilizing technology is impressive at my iLab. I was also impressed by CycleBar, the fact that they had to close you know, hundreds of stores and yet they pivoted, they realized that they've got all these awesome bikes and they leased them out. To clients and then they're going online. Many fitness centers are doing virtual workouts and saving their client base, maybe changing up the pricing model a little bit and even expanding to new folks who had never thought to, to work with a fitness center. They're able to do it from home. I've seen juice bars, uh, Nectar for instance, do a, a take it and make it where they take it, they don't blend the juice uh, or the uh, smoothie, they just give it to you so you can blend it later. It'll last better in their uh, container and you come and pick it up. I've seen uh, home vesters, they uh, buy, the, we buy ugly houses people. Their folks are buying houses at a very aggressive pace, actually, they're they're doing very well during this this time of uncertainty. As folks uh, get fearful, maybe they're in a bad economic time and they need somebody to take to buy the house. And so they're actually doing that sight unseen, vis uh, in person. They're getting them to do a FaceTime or a Skype walkthrough of the house. They're actually purchasing it without meeting the realtor or meeting the seller. Then marketing it and selling it without meeting the buyer or the new realtor. Everything A to Z without leaving their offices. That's that just really opened my eyes to the potential of what we can do with technology nowadays. Um, I've seen Scent Hound, a, a unique uh, pet-related retail uh, and, and service business that's uh, really doing what a lot of have become doing now is setting up appointments, locking the door, having one person come in at a time. And then exiting, putting putting you know, even tape on the ground outside to show folks the six foot barrier where where you can stand next in line, next in line, etc. So folks aren't getting too close. Um, Office Pride and many other cleaning services, Pure Clean, they're out there deep cleaning. They're actually growing aggressively because so many companies need that extra deep cleaning that uh, to to make sure things are safe, and and amping up services at least when they come back into the office to make sure cleaning is done more often and again, more thoroughly. I've even seen folks like the Kid Create Studios where they're, they're offering at-home art kits to their members and to clients because everybody seems to be at home right now and they're quite bored. So <laughs> just pivoting and offering new services and trying to find new ways to serve clients. And I bet a lot of these last well beyond this crisis. 
I, I think you're right about that. I think uh, I think a lot of industries as a whole needed to to have a little bit of a shakeup in the sense that you know technology has moved past maybe some of the traditional ways of doing business, and and not meeting some of those customers through those avenues like telehealth and telemedicine uh, has been a miss. And, and, and it's about providing quality product, quality services through quality brands uh, uh, to people where they are at the end of the day. And you've seen a lot of companies over the years like direct-to-consumer type of stuff like uh, Dollar Shave Club and things of that nature really spring up because quality product, quality brand, direct-to-consumer at a great value. That technology didn't exist 15 years ago. You couldn't do that. And Absolutely so right. that's, that's creating even more of a value to the consumer because you're now you're not paying for, you know, the big time advertising spend either. It, it, they can make those products more affordable without sacrificing the quality because you don't have the, the marketing budget that you have to cover uh, and things of that yeah. nature. And, and you hear rest every hour of the day, you hear about the you know, restaurants and heartache and closing and, yeah. and I've been, uh, I'm one of those fools that is driving around quite a bit. I'm just, uh, um, checking out what's happening out there. And mm -hmm. I'll see some some restaurants. Now, the ones with drive-thrus seem to yep. be doing pretty incredible, but there's plenty without drive-thrus. And most of them have closed down, they shuttered, the lights are out. But I'll see about, I don't know, 10% of them have a big banner out front. You know, take uh, order online. Here's the, uh, you know, the, the URL. Stop in, we'll bring it to your car. Uh, they'll have parking places every other blocked off so you can't park right next to someone just again for safety. So sure. some are getting real aggressive putting balloons out front letting folks know we are open for business here's how you do it and not taking you know just not accepting the 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 business as usual yeah and, and on that restaurant point you know I, i'm seeing a lot of things too through uh the local chamber of commerce here and also with some brand organizations i'm seeing on facebook you know for example they're doing almost like a like a flash mob uh ordering so you, everybody picks a restaurant on that group one restaurant a day and then everybody in town who wants takeout just orders takeout or delivery from that restaurant and they they move them around and and so you know if you're a multi-unit franchisee or or a, a brand of some kind that has a business that would benefit from that i think that's a great thing and we're certainly taking advantage of that because i'm getting tired of cooking every single day myself but what what can you tell us and you you uh, as, as an entrepreneur have been through times uh that were tough uh, markets disrupted and things of that nature. You know, what are some of the the kind of timeless lessons that you've learned through through living through that and and having people to employ or or franchisees to support things of that nature? Boy, that's uh, that, that again is such a great topic. <laughs> um, I could write a couple of a few books on on that, but I'll tell you what I am encouraged by compared to the 08, 9, 10 global economic crisis that was in many ways similar to this, but many ways so different. So back then, home values plummeted in most markets, right? We're not seeing that in here. Back then, banks were not lending at all. It was just, it was just a nightmare to try to find money anywhere. We're seeing the opposite. That is the number one encouragement uh, above all for a business owner is that our government, uh, whoever you support regardless, Trillions, trillions of dollars making available to save jobs, to save incomes, to save businesses. Brother, we did not see that in 8, 9, and 10. It was the exact opposite. It was every man for himself and a business that I had taken one vacation in 13 years and worked seven days a week 
for 13 years and invested my life savings loans from everybody in my family and every credit card and every bank that would talk to me and millions and millions of dollars that I put into that franchise and I lost it all and then some. Now I saved every franchisee, but man, I sure didn't have government or anybody else helping me uh, from a, a loan or a any kind of support from the government or banks was nil. We're not seeing that today, which is such a massive encouragement. It goes back to that we are not in this alone. You should not feel, especially in franchising. I mean, you know the hashtag, franchising stronger together. We're promoting that like crazy and seeing it really take off virally in the franchising community because everybody's giving back, serving, helping, sharing best practices. Heck, I just interviewed you in that series uh, franchise leaders respond and you were so kind to share y'all's best practices and what y'all are doing for your franchisees and hopefully other franchisors no doubt will benefit from the successes and the best practices that you're sharing. So to answer your question in a nutshell, this, this is so much scarier in some ways from a health standpoint, but wow, so, so much more assuring and, and better from an economic standpoint, regardless of industry. Um, so so to get your piece of the pie uh, as the funds are being released very aggressively, thank goodness, by the SBA and by our, our great national government. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that, uh, and you could probably speak to this as well, being being in the position that you're in with IFPG and, and really seeing boots on the ground through, through your consultants, what's happening out there. But uh, I, I think that for a lot of people, uh, this this current climate is going to produce a lot of uh, opportunity both in the short term and, and the midterm future and and even in the long term future uh, for for growth and expansion and 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 things of that nature you know what if, if you were in in the business owner's shoes the 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 small maybe retail or restaurant or, or mom and pop type of type of situation the, the the single unit new franchisee maybe or maybe even the the established multi-unit guy you know what type of opportunities are you going to be looking for as far as acquiring new businesses, anything that comes off off top of your head, but that's certainly one of them. Yeah, so I'll hit the. Uh, if you got a business and that's all you're worried about, I would be learning everything. I'd be twenty four seven reading everything, talking to everyone in my industry, and figuring out who's making it, who's not, what are they doing, and pivot every way necessary to save your business, your employees, and your livelihood. Now, if you're someone who's blessed enough to be able to look for opportunities and maybe has the resources to do so, certainly there's going to be some fire sales. There's going to be businesses that aren't making it. So I taught my franchisees back in the day, look at you. Hopefully you've already made friends with your competition. I always teach them to do that in good, in good economies and bad. But at some point, most of my competition would go out of business for one reason or another. And they always went to me first, planted those seeds. Now's the time where you got some competition in massive fear. Maybe talk to them in a loving, kind, and humble way about what you, can you do and perhaps figure out a way to acquire them. There's lots of ways to arrange that uh, for everybody's benefit. And I got a whole lot of businesses, uh, small mom and pop businesses that were either my competitor or my franchisees' competitors at pennies on the dollar. And those were pennies they would never have gotten otherwise. So everyone wins, the client, the franchisee, the business owner that's exiting, everybody wins in that scenario. And then from someone who's beyond that, looking for opportunities in the market, certainly in franchising, look at businesses that are thriving during this 
crazy time. Cleaning services, amen, business cleaning. I mean, we've got a dozen of those franchisors in that arena. Every one of them is too busy to talk to me practically because they're, <laughs> they're going so crazy. And, you know, delivery services where you're not dealing a lot with humans. Um, what, what else? Packaging and mailing. We've seen service businesses that, again, don't have to deal with the humans like, a, you know, clean, a mowing yards, uh, painting the outside of houses, roofing services, uh, window cleaning services that only do the outside. You know, so anything where you're not breathing on people, shaking a lot of hands and, and going into personal space is where you want to be, at least in this time. And I think if the world has changed and will never go all the way back to where it was, those businesses will be in more demand than ever. I, I agree with you. And I'll throw one other one other idea into the hat that, that we're implementing now uh, for, for your audience, Red, and that is you know, looking at your competitors, uh, you know, a lot of franchisees out there are in brands that have big non-franchise national competitors out there. You know, the, the, the idea is watch what they're doing in advertising because they're going to change maybe the keywords that they were chasing before, or maybe the volume at which they were spending in advertising for whatever channel that they were going through. And if you're in a position to do so doubling down on your advertising budget, and going after those things uh, that are now less, uh, there's less competition around them means your advertising dollars are going to go further. It's it's less expensive to buy those particular keywords now because maybe that competitor down the street's not chasing the same clicks that you are at the same volume and things of that nature. Really goes so, a long way. And and, and I'm sorry for the. Uh, I could not agree more. You're, what you're saying is absolutely wise. Look for the opportunities in marketing. I will just, I'll, I'll put a caveat on that. Be careful. When in eight, nine, and ten, when things were all going south fast, and and this similar situation happened from a a buying standpoint, I got the Superman syndrome, like a, a lot of entrepreneurs do who've had success, and I said. I make my own economy. I don't follow the masses. And I went all in, man. I doubled and tripled my marketing spend. Now I was getting way more for that marketing spend, but when ain't nobody buying <laughs> in you my space, be careful. Yeah. In my space, nobody was buying and certainly no one was lending. So it was a tough time and I, I went in at half blind. So do it with eyes wide open and wisely, but man, take advantage for of sure. fire sales. Yeah. Well, Red, thank you so much for uh, for the time today. If if people want to check out some of the other interviews and stuff that you're doing, where can they find that? You know, ifpg.org is the website, and you can go, uh, boy, where is that? ifpg.org uh, news. So about IFPG, the news section under about IFPG has a lot of our, well, all of these interviews, and we're posting two and three each day as we're interviewing more and more franchise leaders on what they're doing to survive and in some cases even thrive. That's fantastic. And how do they find you on LinkedIn if they want to get connected with you that way? Sure, Joe. Appreciate it. It's Red Boswell. Easy as can be. It's, you know, LinkedIn forward dot com forward slash in forward slash Red. It's R-E-D Boswell, B-O-S-W-E-L-L. -L. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for the time. And again, you know, uh, if you guys are out there looking for advice, looking for a perspective, looking at what other people are doing, you know, the point of this podcast in the first place is we're building a better community within franchising and within business and franchising already has such a strong community in the first place. But the whole point of this is 
find your community, find them where they are, get connected in a time like this or in good times and, and talk to your, your colleagues and your peers in your brand, outside of your brand, in your industry, outside of your industry. We're all in this together at the end of the day and, and franchising is better together. And so thank you so much for, for taking time out of your day to listen to this and we'll catch you guys next week with the next episode. Well, thank you so much, Red, for that. And thank you, Joe, for interviewing Red Boswell. Um, lots of really good information from there. One of the things that I took away, um, you know, I, being that 07, 08 financial crisis, for me, wasn't in a business owner position, was not in a you know, business development position. So I didn't have a lot of experience with that. But a huge thing that Red said is we should stop comparing it to that financial times because back then, banks were not giving loans. There was no SBA program that was, you know, offering crisis relief funds. There was no working capital loans and there was no care acts or stimulus, $4 billion or trillion dollar stimulus plans. There just wasn't that. And so we're in a time that's unprecedented. We have the support from the federal government behind us. We have the support from other business owners, whether it be landlords or banks or vendors that are willing to do deferment options. We have those resources and and we have a stronger community than back then. You know, one of the things that, I, that really stood out to me was the resources that franchise owners and franchisors and just business owners have to make it through these times. This is going to be a very, in, the, in the, the grand scheme of things, as we look back over 10 years, this is going to be a very brief snapshot uh, of the economic future. And this is an economic pause. So let's use those resources to get through this. And uh, man, he couldn't have said it better himself. So uh, I really appreciate all the information that Joe, you were able to get out of red and, and use that time together. Um, <clears throat> just another industry expert. I'm really happy we're ha able to have him on the show. Yeah. Red's tremendous. Uh, he is an absolutely wealth of knowledge and, and a, and a wonderful resource. Make sure you're, if you're not already connected with him on LinkedIn, that you do that. And, uh, speaking of LinkedIn, feel free to, uh, track down myself and Charles there as well. And uh, it's just our first and last names. All you got to type in there in the search bar. And uh, Charles, I don't know if there's a lot of Charles Covenances out there, but I know for a fact there's only one Joe Malmuth on the planet because uh, it's a pretty unique last name. And I Googled myself to make sure that I made this statement appropriately. So <laughs> if you're looking for us on, on LinkedIn, it's pretty easy to find. Uh, the second thing I'll say is, hey, share the podcast. If you think the message and the content is good, if you're getting something out of it, share it with your colleagues, share it with your peers. Uh, help us get this message out there. Make sure you're following, liking, subscribing, whatever platform you use uh, to stay connected and make sure you get those updates when we release a new episode. We are increasing the cadence and volume of episodes that we're producing because frankly, we can do that right now. And so we, we appreciate the support. We appreciate uh, uh, hearing from you guys, if there's something that you want us to cover or a particular topic or have a particular person on, we're all ears. So, yeah, so bring it to us. If you are one of those industry experts that want to share your, your, your voice and share your expert expertise, drop us a line. We'd love to interview you. Love to have you on yeah. the show. As yeah. Joe was saying, you know, if, if all the listeners out there, if you have any suggestions or people you want on the show, drop a line, just like, tell us what you like about the episode. Um, and, you know, that's really a wrap for today. So once again, thank you so much, Red Boswell. Thank you, Joe, for interviewing him. Guys, we will see you next week or you'll hear from us next week. But just continue to stay positive and continue to connect with other people in your industry. We are franchise and community strong together. And uh, we're going to make this through this. So until next time, I am Charles Covenants in sunny South Florida with my co-host, Joe Malmuth. Take care.